Why is it that there are individuals who seem to lead a charmed life when it comes to their career? Yes, they do put in the work, they are dedicated and driven, but there is this additional X factor that seems to propel them forward, powering their career to greater heights. I believe that X factor is emotional intelligence. Hi, my name is Muchamulingo. I am an emotional intelligence coach. Welcome to the EQ at Work podcast, a platform where I will share how you can leverage the learnable skill of emotional intelligence to power up your career. EQ at Work podcast, episode number 36. Empathy is not being soft. Often when I speak to leaders about empathy, there is pushback. Many perceive empathy as a soft skill in business and expressing empathy as a sign of weakness as a leader. We see empathy as being nice or tolerant, feeling sorry for people or giving them the benefit of the doubt over and over again. But there's nothing soft about empathy. I believe it takes strength to express empathy. The Oxford English Dictionary describes empathy as the power of projecting one's personality into and so fully comprehending the object of contemplation. In a Harvard Business Review article, Author Catherine Bell expounds on this definition when she says, Empathy is an act of imagination in which you try to look at the world from the perspective of another person, a human being whose history and point of view are as complex as your own. If you can imagine another person's point of view, No matter what you think of it, you can more effectively influence him. Empathizing with your team, your boss, your coworkers, and your colleagues won't make you a pushover. Rather, it will give you more power. So what is empathy? Empathy is a non-judgmental openness to others' feelings and experiences that builds connection and awareness. Empathy is the key to understanding others and forming enduring and trusting relationships. It ensures that you take other people into account in your decision-making and gives them a rock-solid assurance that you're on the same team. At the core of empathy is the ability to understand before you judge. Daniel Goleman puts it this way, seeing what others feel without their saying so captures the essence of empathy. To be more effective, today's leaders have to connect with people on a personal level, understand what drives these individuals. This connecting requires a high level of emotional intelligence, specifically empathy the ability to sense how the members of your team, the members in your team 
feel and connect with them at an emotional level. Empathy means making space for someone's feelings so that they feel understood, they feel safe, and they feel respected. So how can you practice empathy? According to Teresa Wiseman, there are four elements of empathy. See their world. To be able to see the world as others see it. This means that you cognitively understand what they are saying and can see it from their point of view. Appreciate them as human beings with no judgment. Judgment is actually another trap that many individuals fall into. We go into judgment to discount the person's situation so that we can avoid experiencing what they may be going through, experiencing their pain. For us to express empathy, we need to see the person as a human being, someone who is valuable in their own right. Warning, this can be very difficult to do. Understanding feelings. To understand another person's feelings, we need to get in touch with our own emotions so that we can truly connect with them. There's a lot of brain research on mirror neurons and how we are neurologically wired to relate to other human beings. A common reason to skip this element of empathy is that we don't have our own emotions sorted out. So you may need to do some of your own mental housekeeping in order to be in a place where you can acknowledge other people's feelings. Lastly, communicate understanding. The final element is that someone feels that they are understood, that they are seen and heard. Individuals have an inherent need to be seen and to be heard. This part is a struggle for me. I often want to solve problems and in my endeavor or in my desire to solve problems, it may mean that I fail to communicate the fact that I have understood. Here's a great phrase from Brené Brown that I have been practicing in order to communicate my understanding. It sounds like you're in a hard place right now. Tell me more about it. This means shifting from, I need to fix it, moving into, I'm leaning in to hear. Our efforts to practice empathy can be derailed by some common traps. And the traps are just like the example I gave, wanting to fix it. That's one of the traps. We call it the problem-solving trap. Rather than being with the person in an emotion, we immediately jump to problem-solving mode. How can we fix this? And this is my default. This is my go-to. Typically, we start by assuming that the person has invited us to solve their problem by telling us about their situation. I mean, why else would they tell us? With this trap, we avoid acknowledging or recognizing the emotion and just keep it to the facts of the situation. We discuss how the situation came to be so that it can be avoided in the future. 
The other trap is what we call the even worse trap. The basic idea here is to compare the person's problem with someone else's problem that is even much bigger. On the surface, it may seem like we're helping. We're letting them know that their problem is not that substantial and that surely this will help them to see how unimportant it really is. But what we're really doing is we're saying that their feelings about the problem are invalid or unworthy. The last is the look on the bright side trap. In this approach, we ask people to focus on the positive outcome of the situation. We come from the approach of every cloud has a silver lining or the glass isn't half empty, it's half full. Whilst both these statements are true and the principle of reframing is powerful, what we're doing here isn't extending empathy. When we focus on the positive, rather than acknowledging a person's feelings, we ignore and we dismiss them as unimportant. The net result is that we invalidate the other person. Once someone feels fully heard and supported in their emotion, then it may be appropriate and helpful to help them see the bright side. But we must start by recognizing the emotion they are feeling. In order to truly empathize, we need to allow ourselves to be vulnerable. We also need to listen, not just to formulate an answer, but to understand. Empathy is not a weakness. It takes more to be empathic. Extending empathy is not being soft. And in the workplace, just like in life, it yields tangible results. Research show that leaders who are high in empathy actually get more out of their team. The individuals they're working with are more willing to go over and above what is required of them, giving of their discretionary effort, all because their leaders have extended empathy. The beauty is empathy is a skill. Whether it comes naturally for you or not, you can develop the skill of empathy. Emotional intelligence is being more aware, more intentional, and more purposeful. Emotional intelligence is a game changer that will fuel your success at work. You have been listening to the EQ at Work podcast with me, Mucham Lingo. Tune in every fortnight as I share EQ tips and insights that will help you to power up your career with emotional intelligence, the soft skill that drives professional success. This podcast is for professionals who are keen to leverage the learnable skill of emotional intelligence to increase impact and effectiveness and build and strengthen professional relationships to maximize influence at work. If you are a professional woman 
ready to develop your EQ superpower and leverage the power of self-awareness to fuel your ability to shift your thinking and dream big. Download our free gift, Self-Awareness Hacks for Professional Women. You can find it on our website, www.pts.co.ke forward slash ladies tips.